0: You're listening to Puma Podcast.
1: Before we start, I want to warn you that this story could be triggering for some audiences or even inappropriate for younger ones. Please take care of yourself and listen with caution. In the previous episode of Rasmina, the last victim. How often does your mom ask you to marry?
2: Many times. What's your answer? I
1: say no. Nurul refused her parents' wish to marry as a child. For her and millions of other Indonesian girls, Nasmina, Endangwasrina, and Marianti challenged the archaic marriage law. They successfully got the minimum age of marriage for girls, raised to 19. But there was a loophole in the law. And this allowed parents to go to the religious courts to seek an exception for their children in cases of early pregnancy or out of respect for their cultural traditions. So girls like Nurul remain vulnerable. If parents continue to believe child marriage is the way out of poverty, it will continue. When the law is not enough, what can Indonesian girls do? You are listening to Rasmina, The Last Victim. This is the English adaptation of the investigative podcast series Disclose Dipaksa Kawin. Created by KBR Prime, Indonesia's pioneer in journalism-based podcast, this six-part podcast adaptation is produced by Puma Podcast in the Philippines and made possible by international media support. I'm your host, Malika. I am
2: Sanita Rini. I'm now 27 years old. I came from Sanetan Village in Rembang, Central Java. I've been working in an NGO since 2020 as a program assistant on an initiative to prevent violent extremism.
1: Highly educated with a job in the capital city of Jakarta, Sanita enjoys a life that not many girls her age and from the same village would have dreamt of growing up. Sanita is the youngest of five siblings. Her mother had a small grocery store at home, and her father worked as construction worker in a different city.
2: Back in the village when we were young, we didn't have computers yet. During the good old days, we would play traditional games, and my favorite pastime was herding goats in the field.
1: Apart from playing with her friends and tending to her goats, Sanita loves studying. She showed potential from a young age and was aware of it. Here is her mother, Darcy.
2: When she was only three years old, she was invited to a local radio station and recited the Quran there. She was really good at that. Then she was taken to the city and she won the second prize in the competition. Then she told me this. I'm smart and good at reciting Quran. I'm going to be a smart girl, mom. Please support me to continue studying.
1: Access to school was difficult. One had to take a motorcycle taxi, which was rare, or use mass public transportation in the form of a pickup truck, which Sanita often had to share with livestock that was being brought to the market.
2: Uh, When I was little, I didn't have any role models in the village. There was no one to show the message, this is what success looks like when you go to school. I started joining organizations when I was in elementary school, which broadened my perspective. That you can be anything, not just doctors, police officers, teachers, or midwives. I started to see that there were so many other options when you continued studying. That was the time when I thought to myself, I have to
1: continue my studies. She didn't want to be like other girls who got married right after junior high school. Those who worked as housemates or elsewhere in the informal sector or those who entered Islamic boarding school. She wanted to have more options. Sanita was realizing all of this through Forum Anak or the Children's Forum. It was an organization built by a local government and Plan Indonesia Foundation, which is a non-governmental organization focusing on child protection.
2: There were 30 of us children. There were children from other villages as well. We were given training on children's rights and many other things. This was when I first learned about human rights and children's rights, that I did have rights as a child. And aside from that, There are also obligations on the part of both the children
1: and the parents. But just like what happened to the other women and girls in the series, Sanita's parents tried to convince her to get married because they couldn't afford to keep her in school. Darcy found a candidate for her daughter, a 20-year-old junior high school graduate who was working as a construction worker.
2: I was in agreement with the mother of the husband-to-be But I didn't say anything to Sanita I only told her about it a few weeks before the wedding
1: In the 1990s, matchmaking often began With the man taking the women for a stroll So that they could get to know each other This was the same tactic used on Sanita Who was 13 years old then I didn't suspect
2: anything He and I were just chatting a lot. I didn't know that there was an arranged marriage deal behind that. Everything started out normal. But
1: then it got weird. Because our meetings were getting too intense. The men started picking Sanita up from school and meeting her every day. That's when I suspected that
2: there was something else behind it. Finally, my mother came clean that she was planning an arranged marriage for me.
1: Sanita refused, bolstered by what she had learned at the children's forum. Her mother tried to persuade her, but Sanita wouldn't back down. The marriage was cancelled. I began to wonder, Why were people
2: being set up in an arranged marriage even before they had graduated from elementary
1: school? Sanita went on to study in junior high school. She continued to be active in various organizations, participating in competitions, and achieving one thing after another. Then she got accepted into the best high school in the city. Again, Darcy worried over school fees. The neighborhood gossip was also getting to her. They wondered why Sanita was still in school instead of getting married at her age, especially since most of Sanita's friends were already married as well. By this time, Sanita was 15. Darcy found another man for her to marry. My mother asked
2: for my understanding. He was a good man. His parents were good people, too, and he was already studying in university back then. So my mother asked me to reconsider my decision.
1: Sanita cried for days until she fell ill. She desperately refused to be married. Darcy didn't have the heart to force her daughter into something she clearly didn't want. She was afraid that Sanita might end up dying from all the hurt she was going through. Again, the marriage was canceled. When Sanita turned 17, she was determined to put a stop to her mother's plans once and for all. It was a cool afternoon, having just rained. Sanita invited her parents, Darcy and Wasito, into the dining room to talk. This was where they often spent time with each other. Mother,
2: father, what is it that you want for me? I asked them. They said they wanted me to be successful. Then I asked them again. If that's the case, if you really want me to be successful, why do you keep setting me up in an arranged marriage? They said it would give them peace, knowing that there was someone else taking care of me. My mother always complained about paying school fees, She also once said that she wanted to own a cow, to live comfortably, and have a settled life as she grew older. Then I said, Mother, if you want to reach your dream, then you should let me continue studying so I can get a good job. If you both continue to force me to marry, then I can't help you fulfill your dreams. I can't make your dream of buying a cow happen. If I'm married, it means my attention will be diverted towards my husband and family.
1: It was not an easy conversation for any one of them.
2: Everybody was shaking. Even our voices shook. But after that, I felt relieved. Yes,
1: I finally had the courage to say it. The conversation made Darcy reconsider. Sanita was also willing to contribute to her tuition.
2: When I was in high school, I often sold pens. I saved money and bought cute pens. Then I sold them again to my friends. At that time, I was active in the children's forum too. I wasn't trying to make money by joining the organization. But when they held events, I'd participate and they'd give out pocket money. I saved that as well.
1: Sanita eventually graduated from high school and set her sights on college. This time, she had Darcy's enthusiastic support. Darcy encouraged her daughter to study no matter what.
2: My friend said to me, let her continue studying. She still has a lot ahead of her. Don't force her into marriage because she still wants to go to school. Time flies, you know. And before you know it, she's earning on her own and will give it to you. From then on, I wanted to see my daughter become successful. Some of my friends' children were able to continue their studies. They managed to land a good job, build a home for their parents, and do many other things. In
1: 2014, when she was 19, Sanita was selected to take part in a youth exchange program with the Netherlands. It was her first time abroad and she would be there for 10 days.
2: I was leaving for the Netherlands. Oh wow, I was so excited. But I didn't have a phone with a camera, so I borrowed one from my sibling. Then I flew to the Netherlands. It was really hard to communicate with my family back home. But I was able to talk to my family every two days.
1: In the Netherlands, she talked about the fate of women in her village, as well as that of other Indonesian girls.
2: Women have limited choices. The first category is the one who really, really doesn't have a choice. This means when she is asked to marry, then she's going to marry. And after the person is married, most likely she'll not continue studying and will have limited skills. The second category is someone who is able to work after obtaining an elementary school or junior high school certificate. But how much can you expect of them? Yes, there are people who can succeed as entrepreneurs, but there's no job security. And the third category is a girl who's lucky enough to continue her education. I told the people in the Netherlands that I was from the third category and that I had many friends from the first and second category.
1: Then she received bad news from home. Her older brother had married a 16 year old girl. Sanita was furious. She immediately phoned home, not caring about the expensive fees. <laughs> Was it true? What did this marriage mean?
2: How could he marry a little girl? Hadn't we agreed that marriage should wait until a girl was eighteen? She hadn't even graduated, right? How could they let the marriage happen?
1: Why? The couple was emotionally immature, so there was a lot of drama. Still, Sanita felt cheated.
2: The situation where my brother married an underage girl made me feel like a failure. I felt like it was my failure as well, because it happened in my own family.
1: Sanita was resolute. No more girls should be married off at a young age. We need to build a system,
2: a mechanism, a healthy environment that is united to do preventive actions at the village level so that we can stop child marriages and violence against
1: children. A system to prevent child marriage at the village level. The residents of Sanitan Village, Sanita's hometown, began working on this through the assistance of Plan Indonesia Foundation, the same organization behind the Children's Forum, where Sanita learned all about children's rights in the first place. Sanatan Village became a pilot area for the protection of children's rights. And their priority among children's issues was child marriage. The head of Sanatan Village, Jumadi, still remembers how difficult it was to change the views of those who saw child marriage as normal.
0: In our village, there's a saying, a woman is like a battle plant. When its leaves are left alone, it withers and rots. This is the analogy of people of this village used for women. So it's like a taboo for a woman to be unmarried by the time she's 18, or even just 14. People would ask, how come you're not yet married? Especially when you're over 20 years old, when you're still a virgin or still unmarried.
1: People would think that you're leftovers. As a representative of the Children's Forum, Sanita participated in the various discussions on child protection alongside representatives among women, youth, traditional leaders, community leaders, and government officials. Eventually, they agreed that the system to prevent child marriage must be realized in the form of a village regulation. Thus, Sanatan Village became the only village in Rambang Regency to initiate the formulation of a village regulation on child protection. Here is Siti Naomi, a village official who was involved in the proceedings.
2: It wasn't easy to prepare the regulation because we were making new rules for society. It wasn't easy to change people's mindsets. Some people immediately accepted it, so that was good. But there were others who opposed the regulation. The modin used to oppose this regulation.
1: She's referring to the village official who bridges the communication between the residents and the village government. Tamsuri is the modern for Sanatan village.
0: we Muslim. As a Muslim... When you've reached puberty or balig, then you are eligible to marry based on the religious regulations and also the marriage law.
1: But Tamsuri soon saw what was happening on the ground.
0: I was stunned to know how many divorce cases there are for children. This means they were married when they were still children. And when the children who were married gave birth, there were neonatal deaths. Many of the babies died, so if we look at it from a health point of view, it's wrong to marry when you're still underage. My eyes were wide open after that realization.
1: It took six years to finalize the village regulation before it was released in 2016. Siti Naomi began to notice a change in the girls from the village.
2: They all look very happy now. They're eager to go to school. And if they're struggling with money, they would seek ways to address it. It's different from what was happening in the past. Now, every girl has a strong urge to continue studying. It's so different now.
1: Modin Tamsuri, who used to reject the village regulation, now talks about it in as many public gatherings as he can including communal Quran readings.
0: When the village regulation was finally released, I had a reason to talk about the new regulation, especially in wedding receptions. I talked a lot about the dangers of child
1: marriage. But Sanita says, a village regulation alone cannot prevent child marriage. This is the ideal situation.
2: In every village, there should be a forum or movement for children, in collaboration with the youth, adults, and the local government. The government is the one who makes the rules and policies. The children who have been educated can be peer educators. The youth can approach their fellow youth, including child brides and those who will marry child brides. And the person from the children's committee can approach the parents. But even the ideal situation can't guarantee that child marriage won't happen again. At the very least, this can minimize the number of cases, when the regulation is there, and society is actively involved.
1: For its part, the national government has acknowledged the urgency of addressing child marriage, and has included a program to reduce the number of child marriages into its national medium-term development plan from 2020 to 2024. For all her advocacy work, Sanita thrived in school, majoring in economics at Sekolah Tinggi Ilmu Ekonomi YPPI Rembang, which is a local college. Her mother, Darcy, recalls how special it was for her daughter to be able to buy her own laptop.
2: She was in college. She wanted to buy a laptop. And for that, she went to the big city with her father to buy it there. It's broken now, but she has still kept it. As a memento, she said. She was thrilled when she bought her first laptop. She kept looking at it, wiping it, putting it carefully in the bag.
1: As graduation neared, Sanita bought her parents new clothes to wear to the ceremony. She even got a makeup artist to do her mother's face. And so, Sanita marched on the stage, graduating with honors. As the representative of her graduating class, she delivered a speech about how young people have a role to play in an era of disruption. Darcy and Wasito gazed at her daughter proudly.
2: I sat there side by side with Sanita's father. Then I heard someone ask, what did the father do to have a daughter as smart as her? Then he said that he was a construction worker.
0: Yes, I was so proud that she had graduated. Everything was taken care of by Sanita. She bought me new clothes There were even photographers who took pictures of us.
1: Years ago, when Darcy was pregnant with Sanita, she was craving sour mangoes the most.
2: Her name is Sanita. It was actually taken from a brand of a local drink. I prayed for her, that she could be a smart girl in the future.
1: These days, life for Darcy is sweet as a ripe yellow mango.
2: I am so grateful to have a daughter like Sanita. Even though we ate very modestly back then, I could support my daughter in going to school until she graduated from college. It was such a blessing for me and for Sanita. Now she can spoil her parents. If we want to buy anything, she'll immediately give us the money for it. I'm just happy to be healthy. I'm enjoying my life now. My daughter is blessed with a good job, and she can be a successful person, unlike her parents before.
1: Sanita has managed to fulfill her promise. Her mother, Darcy, no longer needs to work, and her father, Wasito. Well, she wasn't able to get him a call. But now he has a goat to take care of. <laughs> And that was the last episode of Rasmina, The Last Victim. Please join us in Remembering Rasmina, a brave woman who stood up against an oppressive system and worked to change the lives of millions of Indonesian girls for the better. In August this year, Rasmina passed away due to cancer. Thank you, Rasmina. May you rest in peace. Again, I've been your host, Malika. This adaptation was put together by Trisha Aquino, Nina Toralba, Carl Sayat, Mark Casilian, and Carl-Joe Javier of Puma Podcast in the Philippines. In Indonesia for KPR Prime, Nini Yuniati, Wahyu Setiawan, Dwi Renjani, and Citra Diyah Prasuti worked on the original series Disclose Dipaksa Kawin. This collaboration was made possible by international media support. If you found this series valuable, please help us spread the word about it. Share Rasmina, The Last Victim, through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also point them to kbrprime.id. Thank you for listening.